Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. On July 28, 1868, the 14th Amendment is certified. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. It is an essential amendment, a landmark on whose heights we stand even now. In the aftermath of the Civil War, amid ferocious debates over the role of federal power in the affairs in particular of the formerly treasonous states, radical Republicans pursued and on this date certified an amendment guaranteeing the equal protection of the laws of the land. Radical Republicans, it should be noted, had a radicalism that was found in their devotion to the rule of law and in recognizing the implications of the Union victory. Section 1 of the amendment that William Seward, the Secretary of State, announced was certified on this date, reads, All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. The amendment had been made necessary by the lawlessness of the South. The old Confederacy sought to effect in peacetime what they could not win in wartime, legalized white supremacy. The amendment also repealed the Three-Fifths Compromise. It was, in sum, the amendment that ratified Appomattox. A federal law could not be annulled, or at least not constitutionally. The language of the 14th Amendment would be the basis of Brown v. Board of Education. It was also the basis of Roe v. Wade. Section 3 of the amendment is also of particular interest in our own time. Here is what it says. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States, who shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each House, remove such disability, who shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same. One could argue the historian Eric Foner is one who has, that the architects of January 6, 2021 might well be subject to sanction under this provision. I'll leave that to your consideration, but it's well worth thinking over. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History, 
is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistance and operations by Andy Jaskowitz, Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.